Welcome to State of the Art Southern Illinois, a podcast by the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Our guest today is Maddie Deiters of Three Line Art. We discuss her origins as a mural artist, the mural work that she has done here in Marion, as well as some of the works she has done elsewhere. Maddie, thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me on. So, you are, amongst many things, a mural artist. Um, And you have been putting up work all throughout Southern Illinois and other places in the nation. And let's jump right to the beginning of that. How did you get started in art in general? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been doing art for... As long as I can remember, I would only consider myself an artist for about the past two years, maybe, whenever I really started diving in to doing murals. But ever since I could hold a crayon, I've been doing art of all different kinds. I've experimented in textiles and painting and drawing and everything. So that's kind of how I got my start in my base in art. And uh, so with the... You said just a couple of years ago, whenever you got in murals, is when you first considered yourself an artist. What was your first mural project? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my first mural project, um, Marion put out a call, for those of you that don't know already. It was an open call for art. They were going to do 10 mural installations. And so I saw that, and I thought, maybe this is my chance to try to do art as something bigger than just a hobby. And so... That's really how it all started, is they put out that call and I was ready to put in the work. So whenever that call went out, um, they had specific buildings um, and they had specific um, write-ups for each building as to what the building owner um, or the city was interested in for that space. And so there was, there was a, there was something that you were working towards as an artist to try and please a customer. Mm -hmm. And so that, that kind of puts you into your first commercial art experience because you were writing to a prompt or designing to a prompt. Mm -hmm. So let's talk specifically about the one that you were chosen for. Um, And that one is called welcome to America. And that is, tell us where that's at. Yeah, so that's on the back of Tower Square Pizza in Marion, Illinois, on the square. So you had a prompt, and what did that prompt really tell you that they wanted? They really wanted a tribute to the way that Northern Italian immigration plays a part here in Southern Illinois and how their main occupation was coal mining, and they really wanted to showcase that on their building. And how in the world in a in an in a mural do you showcase Italian immigration to Southern Illinois focused on coal mining? That one was tricky for sure. Upon looking at that building, there's just so many structural things that you have to think about whenever designing. There's all these windows and then there's these big events and then there's this, this deck that you kind of have to think about as well. And for the vents, I decided to upplay those to bring them into my design, but the windows I tried to hide more. And so that honestly made it a little bit easier that I had a set place. I saw those and I was like, that'd be perfect for the coal mining. I just have to find a way to fit everything else in. And I ended up 
putting a boat in the back so you can kind of show that journey here. And so how do you, how so you had a boat and and you know that boat its transport was the main means of immigration. How did you show that that was Italian immigration? Mm -hmm. That was really tricky. It took many nights of wondering how I'm going to show that to people who don't know what the prompt was, who didn't know what the building owner's goal was. So I wanted to put that in the waves because it just made sense to immigrate the colors of our flags and in that journey. And then above the boats, it just kind of connects everything. So above the boat, there are waves crashing to show transit on the ocean. And in those waves, it goes from the colors of the American flag to the colors of the Italian flag. Correct. To show that journey of immigration to Southern Illinois. And you said that you use the vents for coal miners. How did you do that? Yeah, so I just saw that building and I looked at the prompt and I thought it was perfect. It was honestly, it was so, so perfect to put that there. Although it took a little bit of designing to figure out how to fit them. I had a couple different ideas of different coal miners to put there, but that one was pretty simple to work around. And you also mentioned the windows and the deck. How did you incorporate those into the design to hide the windows or to accent the use of the deck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, one day it just clicked for those windows is the bottom for, I really tried to hide, like to put faces staggered in between them, but those top four, I thought it would be perfect to put smokestacks over them because they're about the same size as they would have to be. And they're just really perfect there. And then that deck also kind of fell into place with the people saying farewell to their friends who are traveling to America. So you use the deck essentially as a, a pier mm -hmm. um, to, to show the departure of, of the immigration journey. That's really, as someone who is on the committee for, uh, the selection of all of the art pieces, your integration of everything on that building to make it a very holistic uh, image um, that, in that incorporates the architecture and the, the aspects of the building, as well as the waves and the design of the waves themselves. Those were all parts of exactly why that mural was chosen um, because of how well-crafted those things were. Um, and the owner was over the moon for it from the beginning because it really was one of the very few to incorporate everything that he was asking for. Um, and other people just couldn't figure out how to do it, honestly. Um, so that was, that was wonderful. And that, that was your first mural ever. And you were how old whenever you did that? I was 13 years old whenever I designed it, but I was 14 whenever I got the opportunity to paint it. Okay. And so in the meantime, since you've painted that, how many murals have you done? Oh, goodness. I've done coming in on 10 or 11, I think. Okay. So there are more here in Marion that you've done. Can you tell us about those? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I've i done two full projects. I would consider the Land of the Free as one mural, although it is many walls. That one I did the same year as I did Welcome to America. But other than that one in Marion, I also did the mural on Jones Park on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Land of the Free. Talk us through, take us on a journey uh, around the sides of the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 
whenever I first saw that building, I knew that I really wanted to incorporate the corner because you can really just see it from so, so far down the road. And so on that corner, you can see a big majestic eagle taking up a lot of the building. And then if you travel along with Court Street, there's a tribute to police officers, firefighters, um, people in the medical side of that. And then as you wrap around to the south wall, it's a tribute to the 9-11 people and all those people that helped with that. And then if you bring it along on the north wall, that is a tribute to the Marines and the Army, specific side of the military. And then currently, I'm working on the back side of that building, also bringing in the Air Force and the Navy. Wonderful. And then uh, there's also that iconic image from Iwo Jima that's on mm-hmm. uh, on the west wall as well, correct? Correct. And how long did it take you to do those first three walls? Because this is a, to say it's an enormous project is an understatement because it's around 360 feet by about 22 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that one, it was eight weeks to the day from start to finish. Wow. And you really, you were there day and night. Um, you really poured yourself into that one. And so now with the addition of the one on the back of the building, you're probably around 450 feet by 22 feet for the entire mural wrap. That sounds about right. That is wild. Um, I would say that that is one of the most commented on murals in all of Marion. Um, how did you go about outside of the Eagle and that, that corner, how did you then start working in all the different elements? Cause there's so many elements that connect to each other and are interlaid within each other from a graphic standpoint. Um, how did you go about designing from that Eagle out in each direction? Mm-hmm. So again, as I first saw that building, I had some things that I wanted to incorporate my original what I really wanted to do originally was give a tribute to all those who serve our country, specifically first responders. And so first I talked to the building, well, the business owner inside of the building, and then I was in discussion with the fire station across the street. But then I got into conversation with the building owner itself. And after some discussion, we worked out what a compromise between what I wanted to see and what he wanted to see, because really that's what murals is about. It's about giving those people who commission it, giving being able to design what they want to see, but they just can't see it yet. So that's, those are the discussion points. Mm-hmm. How did you go about designing all that to interlace and interweave together in a pretty cohesive mural for that many standpoints? Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how I fit all those images in. It was a lot of just seeing how it fit. Because whenever I design a mural, it's, I have what I want to see, but it's so, so hard to make everything fit and move images around and splicing stuff together. And so that just took a lot of time and a lot of practice getting those to work cohesively. So for the images that you have within that mural, which um, for those watching, um, some of those photos will be in here. Um, and for um, anyone listening, there will be a link to a gallery of those photos that you can look at for all of the murals for Maddie's stuff. Um, specifically, we'll link to your Instagram page as well, where you've got everything on there. Mm-hmm. And so with the images themselves, 
do you work off of a reference photo to design those images or are those just freely designed? How, how do you work on the images themselves that are represented in the mural? So for the Land of the Free specifically, I, I worked off of a lot of reference photos because I did not want to mess anything up, any little details, things on different uniforms and stuff. I was not going to mess anything up. So for that one specifically, I used a lot of reference photos and different things that the building owner wanted to see specifically. But for most of mine, sometimes I don't, sometimes I do. It's just kind of how it looks, I guess. In, in using reference photos, you do a lot of your development of the murals itself in digital formats, correct? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Yeah, so I found that it's actually near impossible to design a mural without using it digitally. Because about for the first half of the designing process for the Welcome to America mural, I just had pencil and paper. And it's, it's so wonderful digitally to have the amazing tool called the back button if you make a mistake, if you make a wrong line. So with that, digitally, I would say, is basically the only way to design. So Jones Park is a lot of fun um, because it's a full basketball court overlaid with geometric images and and messaging for Jones Park as well. Um, What were the challenges on that one? Mm -hmm. So the challenges of actual layout and design like if you're looking at that specifically you have to think about how it's gonna look in five years in 10 years and how much upkeep you're gonna have so my original design had lots of reds had lots of yellows but those fade really quickly especially if they're in full sun all day long because it's on the ground so I had to change my design to different greens and blues so that over time it can help keep that color It was also very difficult because you couldn't project because that's typically how I put it up there on the wall. And that's that's where it comes down to the execution. You you project it, mark it out on the wall, and then Mm -hmm. you go in and start painting. Yep. So how did you do it on this one? Yeah, so I actually used a lot of hose to make those curved lines. It's really hard. I used some string to make those straight lines. But for the actual letters of Jones Park, I projected those letters on poster board and cut them out so I can outline them so they'll be perfectly sized. So you did some work beforehand and essentially you came in with templates to just lay out and and create your lettering. Yep. Wonderful. And then your geometric shapes you marked out and painted. Mm -hmm. Um, and you had a lot of volunteers helping with that one as well, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was such a great day. We had a total of 42 volunteers, I think. That was overall an amazing project. We worked with Anthony and Pedro Franks and they have Yellow Door Construction Firm and they were so interested in seeing something to beautify that side of Marion. Mm-hmm. And that park is really, it's so pretty back there. I had never really seen it before. It's so hidden. So that was so great. We had a local catering um, person and she brought all sorts of food. And it was just great music, company. It's a great day. Awesome. So moving on from there, you have done murals in Heron and in Murfreesboro and in Belleville here in Southern Illinois as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, talk us through each one of those. Let's start with the one in Murfreesboro. How did that one come about? That one, it, it was, that was more of what I like to paint. I really like to paint animals and flowers and that kind of stuff. So I was super excited to be able to paint that over So in tell us what's in that one. What is, what is that, what is the design of that one? Mm-hmm. So that one, it's really just a trail cam photo 
that I kind of came up with and it has this deer sniffing the camera and so there's the deer to show what kind of animals are here in southern Illinois and then in the background you can see Lake Murfreesboro to also kind of show the landscape that they have over there in Murfreesboro and so I had such a great time painting that one and everyone was super excited over there in that community. Mm -hmm. And then what you did one in Belleville as well. Um, so what was the one that you did in Belleville for their mural, pro- mural project? Yeah. So the one that I did in Belleville, their prompt for that one was color your life. And so I took it very, very literally and how painting murals has really incorporated lots of color and fun into my life. And so I have actually a hand, a huge hand, it's like 10 feet tall and it's painting this strip of paint and out of the strip of paint are all these flowers and different colors and stuff. Really beautiful. And it, it, and it just kind of, you use the negative space on the building really well to, to bring attention to that strip of, of flowers. And I, I think it's a great design. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, and then you did one in Heron for Creative Arts Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that one. Yeah. So for that one, it had its own set of challenges. It was so, so hot that day, but Design-wise for that one, I just wanted to bring a pop of color into that neighborhood because driving down that road, there's not a lot of color, especially in the winter, in the fall, whenever all the leaves are gone. So I just really wanted to make something fun and interactive for all the kids that go there for that theater company. As I said, it was super hot whenever I actually painted that one. Our paint tray liners were actually melting, so we couldn't have those out because in that corner it just radiates heat. So... Despite your struggle with your paint tray liners, um, it turned out incredibly well. Um, talk us through the design of that mural and how that, how that one specifically came about. Mm-hmm. So I had always wanted to do a mural on that wall because I actually, I am participating in that theater company and they're such a great organization. So we actually got an art grant to have the funds to be able to do that. Um, we got the Southern Arts Fund through... Art Space 304. And yeah, that one was just such a blast. It took about five days to paint that one. Again, we had some rain and some other things, but just a bunch of color to bring attention to that. And it's also such a great place to take a picture in front of, really. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of color laid in through geometric design. Um, and you, you did something special on that one. You, you brought that one more three dimensional by doing the ground as well in front of mm-hmm. it, right? So you also painted the pavement um, to create, uh, it's essentially two walls and then the ground. So it's a fully immersive space for photography. Yeah. That one I was really nervous about because by that point I had already done Jones Park. I had some experience with painting on the ground, but there's always that really scary moment whenever you're painting on the ground and all of a sudden the whites whites aren't as white as they are and leaves are getting stuck in it and you're like, oh no, it's going to look terrible, but... It just takes a couple days to cure. And so if you're ever painting something on the ground, just know that it's a process. And the, the beautiful thing about painting in general is that you can always paint over it and you can always go over it again and you can always touch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one that you're working on right now here in Marion is an extension of the Land of the Free mural. Um, and... You said it is the Navy and the Air Force. Yes. And how are those being represented on that building? 
So the building owner, he wanted some very specific images to be able to portray those two branches of the military. I'm painting two different ships and there's going to be a high line between them, which is basically a way to get one person from one ship to the other ship without having to stop. Basically a little, little zip line going from each one, so I'm having a pretty fun time painting those two ships. But I'm also painting an F4 for the Air Force and of course those two seals and there's some water and there's some mountain ranges to portray that. So with painting the High Line, are you actually painting somebody crossing the High Line? Yeah, they're going to be very, very small. That's still really cool. Awesome. Um, what are what are the biggest, you know, talking about the Land of the Free Mural, what are the biggest hurdles and the biggest issues that you have to kind of overcome in, in executing something like that? Mm-hmm. So for that one specifically, there were some, some wins and some loses. Some of the good things about that one is the building owner, he took the liberty and he purchased a lift so he didn't have to worry about renting it and getting it done by a certain time. And the other challenges that we had with that one is winter was approaching very, very quickly. And although you can actually paint in pretty low temperatures, it's like 35 or something you can paint onto. It's it's very uncomfortable to paint in that kind of weather. And so weather was also a challenge. And also the fact that it's very, very close to the highway. We had to work with people to be able to get that kind of blocked off and reroute that into the turn lane. So those are some of the biggest challenges that I can think of. And you talked earlier about projecting and then marking it out. Did you have an issue with projecting and marking it out on this one that, that you hadn't had before? So for the land of the free, there were some, thir- some th- certain things that I had to take into account to project on that corner to make the eagle just perfectly perfectly symmetrical. We had to project from pretty, pretty far away across the street and there were cars coming, so that was definitely a challenge. But some other things that I found is that you don't always have to project from corner to corner. You can project the police officer and then move and kind of put some other stuff different places. So sometimes it's not as perfect as the design is, but that's okay. So you kind of pieced it together with your projections and you <laughs> projected each segment and marked it out, got everything ready and then moved on. And another at another point, you would project another segment and keep moving down the line like that. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had to reproject quite a bit of it because in the beginning we were using chalk and in the past I found that chalk whenever it rains it just it kind of washes the dust off and you can still see the outlines but this one it like all of it came off so I had to reproject a lot of that so now we use sharpies but that wall is like sandpaper so we go through a lot of them yeah cases I would imagine on a wall like that yep awesome well thank you for letting us into some of your process um I'm excited for people to be able to put a face to the to the artwork as well. Um, so, Maddie, thank you for being here with us. Thanks for spending some time with us. We hope to see you again soon. And if you do some more big murals in Marion, we'll we'll circle back on that too. All right. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you for joining us for State of the Art Southern Illinois, a podcast by the Marion Cultural and Civic Center, featuring local artists artisans, musicians, arts organizations, and arts events in Southern Illinois, as well as touring artists coming to the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Special thanks to Maddie Deiters for joining us today. Join us every Thursday morning for a new episode on Facebook, 
YouTube, or whatever audio podcast service you prefer. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon.